Welcome to your Breakthrough Blueprint. I'm your host, Becky Oste, a wife, mom, and trauma-informed marriage coach. After a decade of trying all the mainstream modalities of healing to save my marriage, I found myself two kids later separated and on the verge of divorce. That's when I stumbled upon the unconventional game changer of somatic work that not only resurrected my dying marriage, but bled into breakthroughs in my parenting, purpose, spirituality, health, wealth, business, and more in just six months. My intention with this podcast is simple. Through every weekly episode, my goal for you is that one, you realize how insanely collective our struggles are, that you're not even close to alone. Two, that you can laugh a little because God knows we need it. And three, that you walk away with actionable advice on how to design your unique blueprint for your breakthrough life. So get your earbuds in, grab your coffee so you can sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I have Julie Costa. Costa? Costa? Did I say that right? Costa, you said right. Awesome. Costa (laughs) on the podcast today. And I'm so excited. We're going to geek out about something that I personally just want to understand more all about hypnotherapy and how this might be a really amazing option for you if you've tried all the traditional modalities of healing and are still feeling like I'm spinning my wheels. Like, is there anything that could help? Uh, just this week, I referred one of my own clients who is, you know, recently had a big T trauma just blow up in her face. And she wanted to pair the hypnotherapy work with the somatic work she's doing in the program. So I referred her to Julie, asked Julie to come on the podcast today so we could talk all about what it is and how it could support you. So welcome, my friend. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me, first and foremost. I'm excited. I'm excited since I get to like share more about hypnotherapy. I can tell you geek out about it. And I love following your Instagram. Uh, You can tell you're passionate about it. So would you mind just sharing who you are, what you do, and then we can get into the details of it? Yeah. So my name, Julie Costa. I am a certified master clinical hypnotherapist and trainer. Um, in In a nutshell, I like to share with people, I help them achieve their goals a lot easier and faster with hypnosis. Goals could be anything from, I do work with a lot of business owners, coaches, service-based entrepreneurs. So a lot of goals could look like um, around financial, around business, around feeling safe and being seen and and being visible. It could also be with grief, like, because I have a background in in grief and my own grief journey as well, too. Um, So helping people achieve their goals faster with hypnosis. And then I do also teach, train, and certify others in the same modalities that I use with clients as well, too. So now it becomes like that ripple effect, which is really rewarding. That's so cool. So I can imagine most people listening right now are having the question, uh, or at least the image go in their mind of the person with the watch going, ooh, I'm making you sleepy. I'm going to put you in a trance. Why is that picture so deeply ingrained? And can you tell us a more accurate picture of what it actually is? Yeah. Yeah. So hypnosis, hypnotherapy has definitely gotten a bad rap over the years because that picture is what we deem it to be or what we think it is. And most of us, especially when I talk to people, if they haven't experienced it before, I'll ask like, well, what do they know about it? And that's where they go. And it's because we've seen a lot of hypnosis in that, is it like, referring to what that looks like, like stage hypnosis, entertainment hypnosis. Like I know growing up in Massachusetts, there was an R-rated hypnotist that was doing like, it was like, um, when I say R-rated, it was just like 
the language that he used like nothing okay that's not where my mind went I know same 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 I know but I think he had to call himself that so like you knew it wasn't for children based on the language and so a lot of times because of the stage shows the entertainment the comedic relief we think people are like being made to do things against their will and that's Mm -hmm. typically that's like the biggest myth out there yeah, because that's trauma, like, defined, right? Like, yes. <laughs> forced into something outside of your power. Yeah. Um, so I know what you do is the opposite. It is very healing for trauma. And, yeah, that was my... I remember being at like our high school big bash party. There was like a therapist there and I was terrified because I was like, I don't want to be put under the spell of some stranger that I don't trust. Um, It's like, what are they going to make me do? And it it feels mm -hmm. unsafe because it feels unknown. And that's why it's definitely gotten a bad rep over the years. I mean, even going under anesthesia is hard for me. I'm like, what are they going to do when I'm asleep? It is. So I'm curious, where did hypnotherapy originate? Like how old is it? Do you know a little bit of the backstory? Yeah. So history, it's gone through, it's like, we're talking like hundreds and hundreds of, of years old. And it's gone through a lot of different lineages, lineages based on different people. And so the hypnosis that I'm more so trained in, um, it's the um, lineage of like uh, Bandler and Grinder and like NLP, like so neuro-linguistic uh, programming, how they've taken that into consideration as well too. And a lot of my hypnosis is trained in like Ericksonian uh, hypnosis, but it's been around for like hundreds, I would say decades, hundreds and hundreds of years because all hypnosis is it's just a relaxed state. So the more that people started getting into learning more about the mind, um, it obviously started like shifting, changing and like evolving over the years. But it's that all it is, is a relaxed state. Like that's all hypnosis is. And I mean, a relaxed state has been around (laughs) since like the beginning of time, like anybody can access it. But it was when like the science got involved and people started diving in uh, deeper. then the modality kind of came about. Which a relaxed state sounds so simple, but it is so hard for so many to access. So hard. So hard. So I don't like, I don't know how you are with meditation, but like meditation for me was really hard, Mm -hmm. like really hard. And I would have so many thoughts and it's because that like conscious part of our mind is just like overanalyzing, overthinking, like thinking of the to-do list, like all, all of that. And I had a I had a really hard time. And so that's the goal of hypnosis is to shut that part of the mind down. Um, and so I tried like so I tried like so hard <laughs> to get into meditation. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. I can I can drop in like a lot more quicker now just because of the work I've done. Um, but a hypnosis is what really allows me to like tune out the over analytical thinking part of my mind. Yeah, I feel like meditation is just assumed that it's a good thing for everyone. But especially with my clients, a lot of them are in a really activated state. Um, They don't feel safe in their own bodies. And they are so stuck in their minds that their minds is really the last place they need to keep dwelling. And so I tell them meditation might actually be the the worst thing for you right now. Like you need to actually either, um, we'll get into it, but like 
tap into a different part of your brain through hypnotherapy or just get out of your head entirely yes. start with the body and learn to calm your nervous system yes. and then um get back to the brain wow. you know when you're in a more settled like safe state but so what is the difference between hypnotherapy and guided meditation yeah i'd say the the biggest difference is so meditation is more so like in the moment you're looking to like calm center ground so it's more like this moment this moment in time and it does become a practice where you start flexing that muscle hypnosis sorry my can hear sammy barking in the background <laughs> um, hypnosis is different because it's i like to call it like meditation with a goal mm. so even though you do feel the same you feel like center calm grounded we have a specific goal we're working towards. So we're not just calming you, grounding you. There's a specific goal, whether it is um, working on your money mindset, whether it's increasing your confidence, whether it's uh, working through some grief, whatever that specific mm -hmm. goal is, like we're working with a specific goal. Okay, cool. So what was it for you? What got you hooked and into this in the first place? It was like so random, so random. <laughs> I I was business coaching and I had burnt myself out like really bad. And I knew I didn't need another business coach or strategy or, or anything like that. I was searching for like more like personal healing or like personal development work. And I did stumble across this program, which sounded amazing. But at the time I actually had invested in a mastermind uh, or like prior to and what was ironic is in the mastermind, you got a one-on-one -on -one accountability coach and mine was the founder of that program, which is like wild. So I obviously got to know her and um, got to know more about the program, happened to be a certification program, which I didn't realize at the time. It just sounded like a lot of different modalities that I had never experienced, I had never heard of. And so I signed up and I learned all about subconscious mind, subconscious reprogramming, there are a lot of different certifications, but hypnotherapy had the biggest impact on me from, mm -hmm. especially from like the grief standpoint, because I had lost my mom when I was 10, like very suddenly in a car accident. And I was the type that just like pushed everything under the rug, mm -hmm. like push everything under the rug. Um, therapy didn't work for me at the time. And I didn't ever feel connected to like the therapist at the time. So there was always a new one. So I was like having to reshare my story and it was just getting like old and that like wasn't for me. Um, but there was something about hypnotherapy where I started feeling more. I also was the type of person that would keep myself busy and go, go, go so that I wouldn't stop, rest and feel. That is like everyone listening right now. So we're with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was big. I was go, go, go. So that I wasn't allowing myself to feel or process anything for decades. And so finally hypnotherapy just like allowed me to be more like introspective and, and why I really do love it is any, anyone can do it to be honest. Like anyone, anybody can do it. Like you can do self-hypnosis. Like you don't need to work with a hypnotherapist. There's a lot of different tools out there to support you. Um, and it allows you to go within. So you're not relying on like something or someone else. That's, that's why I love it. Like it brings, it brings you back to you and brings you back to like, what's, what's best for you. So it was just through, honestly, through that, um, also helped, I'd say like rekindle or repair my relationship with my dad. Um, cause he had kicked me out after my mom had died. So we had like a very rocky relationship. Um, and it's his birthday today. 
by the way, I got to call him. Um, so it was like, personally, like that had such an impact on me. And then I started getting into it more for business and oh my God, for business, I was at that point where I was like comparing myself to everybody online. Like she's doing it. Why can't I do it? Like I'm working so hard. Like, why isn't it happening for me? And, um, yeah, like it allowed me to tune out the noise of others mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and again, go within and start trusting myself like a whole heck of a lot more. And, um, get to a place in my business like where I desired to be but not at a like hustling or chasing mentality at like a very aligned and calm space which like yeah who thought that was possible right yeah exactly yeah I relate so much and girl you have me crying you lost <laughs> mom at 10 yeah. and then your dad yeah. kicked you out and you tried everything for how many years before you found hypnotherapy Oh, well, she passed when I was 10. I got kicked out at like 16. I mean, I found hypnotherapy like late 30s. Oh, God. So it was a long time of um, it just like suppressed emotions is like the best way yeah. I can put it. Like everything was just so suppressed for so long. Yeah. Are you into personality tests like the Enneagram or human design? I love the Enneagram. So I've, I've been into human design. I am like really lit up by the Enneagram right now. Same. What type are you? I'm a nine. Where are you? <laughs> and you know what like really clicked for me when I learned that with nines, like you avoid con uh, avoid conflict, like the plague. I was like, like plague. that is me. Like, and I think about things that happened this year, even in like business. And I'm like, I avoid conflict mm -hmm. at like any cost. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So at first, cause type nines get a bad rap for being like the, the sin is sloth. I'm like, that's yeah. not me. I've been hyper achiever, go, go, go. But then when I got deeper into it, it was saying like, no more like laziness spiritually, like not taking the time to step out of the status quo and really, um, explore who you are and what's aligned for you. And, Type nines can actually be really caught on the wheel of hyperachieving and oh, do, 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 just like unconsciously. For decades. Yeah. Was, like it, and yeah, it was bad. Cause like I had, I worked for Lululemon for 10 years before. And I was like on that wheel of just like going up the ladder, going up the ladder, mm -hmm. going up the ladder. And it was like never good enough. Um, yeah. I've always been like such a hard, not even just a hard worker, just an overachiever. So it like stems from a lot of past stuff. Yeah. So your, your mom basically disappeared from your life. My dad disappeared. Um, he died of a heart attack suddenly when I was 18. And yeah, that definitely influences like so what much. we went to, to cope. Um, how about human design before we get back to hypnotherapy? <laughs> like, I'm a generator. Okay. Three, five profile. Okay. What are you? Uh, manifesting generator six two. Yeah, someone um, said six two this weekend because I don't think I had met anybody else with this a six two. So she, I met her, and then know you. That's interesting. We're coming into your life, Julie. I Watch know. out. I love it. So okay, geek out with me a bit on the brain level of hypnotherapy. Yeah. Like, what's it actually doing? How does this work for all my science nerds out there? Can you yeah. also make it dummies one on one version? <laughs> yes. So throughout the day, your brain, my brain, our brain is pretty hyperactive, right? You like think about all the thoughts you have, like all the things you have to do. Like it's it's going nonstop. So the waves, it's like um 
waves going up and down like on on a screen and so all we're doing with hypnosis is we're slowing your brain waves down and when we actually slow them down that's when this conscious part of the mind the like thinking of all the things you have to do like overthinking over analyzing the ego for lack of a better word too is taking a back seat mm-hmm. and so when you can actually slow your brain waves down that's like the conscious part of your mind you slow them down that's when you can get into the subconscious you can only get into the subconscious and work with it which is the largest part of your brain <laughs> we just hardly work with it um that's when you can get into the subconscious when you slow your brain waves down and that's all hypnosis is is a relaxed state so if anyone has experienced hypnosis like the beginnings called an induction and um it's just guiding you to relax your body more and more because we got to relax your body first mm-hmm. in order to relax your mind we got to slow down the body to slow down the brain which is huge that's really all we're doing. a lot of people huge. end up spinning their wheels because they start with the either like guided affirmations or the meditation and it's only tapping into the neck up but um what I tell my clients and like really anywhere I speak I'm like if you can only remember one thing that comes out of my mouth it's that we've all got this vagus nerve that goes from the base of our skull to the bottom of our spine and it's constantly sending messages up and down you know this Mm -hmm. our brain to our body body to our brain and 80% of those messages go from our body to our brain only 20% of those messages go from our brain to our body So what you're saying with starting with needing to calm the body, it's like, yes, that's working with science. It's like leveraging the 80% of our (laughs) body instead of trying to be like a salmon swimming upstream and make the thoughts go away by ignoring everything from the neck down. Yeah. And if you think about it too, it's like, how often are we taking time to like really slow our our body down. And this is why I say I'm like, anybody can really tap into hypnosis. Cause if you just intentionally lay down for like a couple of minutes and just really focused on like making those breaths a little bit longer, like you're starting to slow your, your body down first, which will ultimately slow down your mind. So how long is a typical session? Uh, typical session with a client. So I I do a couple modalities with people. If I were to do straight up hypnotherapy, I do book hour sessions. But typically, uh, um, because I'm working with something with somebody in like in a package, usually like the first twenty minutes, we're just checking in, like, hey, like what shifts have you experienced since the last session, and then the hypnosis itself, thirty minutes, like max. I. Mm-hmm. I typically don't go over 30 minutes. And the reason why is that's the only part of sessions I do record. And I only record them so that I can give my client a copy of that audio. So mm-hmm. now they have it as an additional tool in their in their toolbox. Um, and I do ask them to continue listening at like a specific cadence, because like anything, it's uh, you need consistency, repetition, yeah. patience. So they continue to have that to listen to in between like our next session and then as a tool moving forward even beyond our time working together yeah they can press it on replay whenever they need is there anyone that shouldn't do hypnotherapy yeah uh there are actually um number one thing i always say is if anybody's been diagnosed with like uh, schizophrenia or something like that Mm -hmm. um if somebody is working with a psychiatrist 
that would be more of like a referral from a psychiatrist to understand or to investigate further if the two would actually be complementary to each other. Uh, I have a lot of people working with therapists in tandem yep. with myself, which is great because uh, even the talk therapy now in my life would be very different versus when I was younger you still need talk therapy. You need to get the thoughts out of your head. Like you got to talk, you got to get them out. So that paired with like the hypnotherapy, it's a really great combination. Um, but more so anybody like schizophrenia or like working with a psychiatrist would definitely want um, a specific specific referral from, from who they're working with. That's good. Good to know. And then who might be the best candidate for hypnotherapy? If somebody's listening, they're like, huh, would this be a good step for me? Are there any kind of signs or check marks to have somebody, yeah, feel that out? Yeah. I find most people come to me after they've tried a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So I'm typically not like a first point of contact in your journey of wherever you're going. I'm typically like towards the end. Um, and in order for it to be successful for you, you actually, you only need a couple of things. Like one, just be open to the process. Two, really want the change. Because a lot of people can come and say, well, let's just take weight loss. I, I don't work with, with weight loss anymore. But if it's weight loss, if like you actually don't want that, then it's not going to be successful. So like you really need to want the change, whatever it is. Um, be open to the process. And then the third thing that I think is the most important is being in trust of who you're working with. Because yeah. um, a lot of people will tell me in consults, they had they did hypnotherapy before and it wasn't successful. And when I asked them to like share about their experience, a lot of women said they worked with men. And if it was in person, like if we think about that, like that can be hard for our body to relax potentially in the presence of a man, like maybe if there was like a triggering in, in, in the past, so it's not going to allow us to actually like go deep into trance. Um, so I always say to people like, whether it's me or not, like I never take offense to that. Like if I'm on a consult with someone, like you need to feel good with, with me. And if it's not me, like I have plenty of other referrals too. So it, it's a very um, individual process and just ensuring that everybody feels good with who they're working with. Yeah, I can totally see that. I I can't even have male massage therapists. I always ask for a female. See? I've had too many bad experiences with um, massage and also with um, male nurses. Like, no, just my history. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> Same. And I always like catch myself. I was like booking a massage last week and I catch myself and I'm like, do I care? Do I not care? And then I, yeah. I always go. I was like, yeah, no, female, please. <laughs> Yeah, because I end I up working do. out of there more tense than I came in. I just, yeah, no, not for me. So that's really, really valid point you bring up and really relatable. Um, so I could ask you a million more questions, but I feel like this was an amazing tease and overview just of what it is and who might be interested. And so if somebody's interest has been piqued and they'd like to either follow you or just reach out and ask for, you know, sessions and stuff like that, where can they find you? Yeah, as Instagram is always the best. Um, Julie.m.costa. And then also my website you can reach out, which is juliemcosta.com. So both the Instagram and the website are are pretty much the same. But yeah, I'm an open book. Um, there's always zero pressure. So I'm always like just ask questions so that you can always gather information for you to make the best decision for you on your journey. 
And we'll put those links in the show notes. And I think you have a freebie for business owners in particular. You want to explain what that is? And I'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So I do have for anybody who wants to try hypnosis, if they're specifically in the realm of business, I do have a free hypnosis audio for attracting more clients and customers. I'm happy to share that with everybody. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. This was so fun. And I can't wait to talk again. Thank you. Ah, I'm honored you found today's episode worth your listen and time to hang out with me today. You know, for some of us, this podcast is just the thing you need to support you towards your breakthrough. But for others, we know we need a deeper level of support and guidance. So if you're a highly ambitious woman who's ready to repair deep, unshakable connection in your marriage, I'd love to tell you about my client coaching program called Root to Rise. This is the life-changing transformational container that will teach you exactly how to launch your marriage to the next level by moving trauma out of your body and stepping back into your power. Even if you've already tried everything, even if you're caught on the fence of should I stay or should I go, and even if your husband's not on board today. So look for my link in the show notes to book a call with me and we'll just talk about what's working, what's not, where you want to go. And very easily, I'll be able to tell you if and how I can help you. And if not me, I can still point you in the direction of some resources that can. So either way, tons of clarity. We'll have some fun getting to know each other while we're at it. And that's it for today. Huge hugs, my friend. I'll chat with you next Friday.